Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back, folks. Tuesday, we highlight the NOLA Coalition um, organization, which is a collaboration of not-for-profit, uh, public, private sector, individuals making a difference in our community day in and day out. It's, I have totally enjoyed the conversation that I've had with so many great folks involved with so many great organizations doing a lot of good things in our community. Today's no different. We have James Decody, Deputy Director of Navigators for a Healthy Louisiana. James, welcome to the show. Hey, Newell. Thanks for having us today. We appreciate it. So, uh, James, for the benefit of the audience, if you'd give them a little bit of a background on Navigators for a Healthy Louisiana. Yeah, absolutely. So, Navigators for a Healthy Louisiana, um, we've been around for uh, 11 years throughout the state of Louisiana. Um, we help families and individuals understanding and navigate the sometimes overwhelming and complicated health insurance marketplace. Um, we're a federally funded nonprofit statewide program supported by a grant from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services for Medicare and Medicaid services. And we are uh, under the Affordable Care Act. Um, we're able to assist Louisiana residents with low cost, access to low-cost or no-cost health insurance options, depending on their eligibility. Um, and a lot of this was – let me just ask this question so you can put it in context. A lot of this was as a result of folks understand, uh, recognizing, I should say, the complexities of what was then called Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, right? Absolutely. Um, if, if everyone can remember back um, when when the, the website was first rolled out, it was it was, uh, you know, effectively um, very hard to navigate. And uh, so th they they saw a need for uh, to have people, everyday people helping consumers um, navigate that website and, and utilize the services that, that everyone, you know, so desperately needed. Um, hence the Navigator program. Um, we're written into the Affordable Care Act to exist to help those consumers across the state and across the nation as well. Yeah, and I mean, just also to, to add something to this, um, I remember we at the Sheriff's Office, we hired a, a consultant just to be able to explain the provisions of how it impacted us or otherwise. I read through some of it. I mean, the the volume of material in that thing was was huge and and i had a difficult time and i understood the you know the healthcare economy and how it worked and everything else for those that don't i don't know how they would have uh connected any of the dots right right well, you know, we our, our program offers free one-on-one -on -one assistance. Um, we're we're still a, a grassroots effort um, organization. Um, we help the the local residents in uh, across the state and help their families uh, fit the pro the programs and the uh, the plans within their budget needs. 
Um, we try to help coverage, uh, help make health coverage more accessible and easier to understand so that the Louisiana residents, they have more choices and more control over uh, informed access to health insurance because it can get a little gray uh, sometimes there. Um, we, uh, we're, like I said earlier, we're across the entire state, and that includes the New Orleans area. Um, we have five or six navigators in the New Orleans uh, area servicing uh, Orleans and Jefferson. We have two offices in Houma and New Orleans. So we're easily accessible um, to, to that community and, uh, you know, trying to, trying to connect those people to that help that they need. Now, there's been a, a recent happenstance, uh, right, uh, because of the pandemic. CMS, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, had temporarily, excuse me, waived uh, certain provisions and requirements to participate in these public assistance programs. So there there was a much broader reach at that point in time. But now these restrictions are coming back, correct? Correct. Um, We refer to that as what we call the Medicaid unwind. Um, In March 2020, like you said, those those restrictions were put into place where no one could be removed from the state's um, Medicaid and CHIP program, which is the Children's Health Insurance Program. Um, In uh, April uh, this year, um, we've uh, they announced the continuous cover the continuous enrollment um, ending. so that actually kick-started redeterminations um, across the state uh, before the public health emergency um, was enacted. So um, that re- resulted in uh, no Medicaid renewals had been, had been uh, processed for about 2 million Louisiana Medicaid recipients since March 2020. So how does, how does this process work and where do we find ourselves now? So as of October, uh, latest numbers that we have reported from Louisiana Medicaid, um, as of October 21st, um, we, have, uh, we have assisted, the state has uh, assisted um, with 850, roughly 852,000 renewals that have been initiated. Um, 444,000 were automatically renewed. Um, about 334,000 were mailed a renewal packet. And about 177,000 uh, accounts were actually closed um, due to failure to respond to those renewal letters. So that resulted in about 257,000 Medicaid accounts that were terminated. And of that 257,000, um, roughly almost 80,000 children lost their Medicaid coverage from June to October this year. What is the best guess estimates of how many of those roughly 80,000 children would otherwise qualify for Medicaid coverage? Uh, Do we know? We're going to we're going to say roughly just just for sake of, of arguments purposes, about half would probably still qualify. You, you think about the unique circumstances that Louisiana had during the pandemic. We had multiple hurricanes across the state that year. We had um, ice storms. We had a lot of outside factors that would determine whether these these children and, and these head of households were actually still at their their, you know, their homes and were able to be contacted. So uh, it, it could have happened that these, these children and, and, and head of households uh, alike were removed from services or removed from the Medicaid program that actually should not have been. And it was just that they, did, they didn't receive the information or, you know, respond to something that they should have through the mail. Um, so we're going to say roughly about half. The good thing about that is that we were able to, you know, uh, through our part, through partnering with another program we have, which is called the um, Louisiana Community Health Empowerment um, C- 
system, we were able to, to be a little proactive and start reaching out to those people that, that would otherwise have fell through the cracks. So those that find themselves legitimately removed from the Medicaid rolls, um, what happens to them? So if they're legitimately removed, no longer uh, deemed to be no longer eligible for Medicaid coverage, um, you know, if their termination is coverage, um, there are other low-cost health insurance options available for them and their children. Um, they would be eligible to apply for a federal marketplace plan through healthcare.gov um, due to the unwind special enrollment period that, uh, that has been in place um, on healthcare.gov. Um, and that, and 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 honestly, we're in a perfect storm right now, where uh, healthcare.gov open enrollment is actually going on as well. So anyone who meets those those certain requirements um, could effectively receive coverage um, through January 16th this year. Um, the the marketplace was established, like we said earlier, through the Affordable Care Act, um, and it's it's a it's a good place for people who otherwise wouldn't qualify for Medicaid coverage through Louisiana State Medicaid. To find a, you know, to find a, an insurance plan that meets their budget and their specific health care needs. So that specific plan that you're talking about, though, is not a transitional plan, right? That is what no, was offered through the ACA. Not. Okay. Correct. Correct. It wouldn't be a transitional plan. It's, it's private insurance um, offered through uh, healthcare.gov. And the good thing about this is during this time period, um, there, there, there's a lot of a. Uh, a lot of um, cost-saving benefits in there that could potentially um, see someone finding a, a, a premium for a plan as low as zero to ten dollars a month um, due to the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act. Right. So um, you guys provide a lot of other services too, uh, especially for these ultimate Medicaid consumers, um, and, and we, what we find as we're sliding off of or, or what? How did we refer to it? Um, um, Medicaid unwind. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's had a, had a senior moment there because I, I was just looking at the term. Uh, uh, so y'all, you guys provide other assistance too, though, right? Correct. We 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 kind of you know we'll we'll take from from beginning to end. We we like to to say what we what we call uh, coverage to care. We're going to help these these uh, these re Louisiana residents find the coverage that they need um, if they're deemed ineligible or removed due to the Medicaid unwind process. But we're not going to leave them there. We're gonna we're gonna actually help them find their providers um, if they haven't been to the doctor in a couple of years because they didn't have insurance or what have you. We're going to be there every step of the way with them. Um, we're, you know, we, we don't want to, we, we make nothing off of this. This is what we're paid to do. Um, we, it's a free service. So we want to help ultimately affect health equity across the Louisiana and, and help bring us from, you know, from the near bottom to, you know, to, to improving health equity across the state. So the work that we do is all inclusive. We're not going to just sign someone up for, help them help them sign up for a, a health coverage plan and leave them alone. We want to help them te teach them how to use the plan um, to, to better their, their health as well. So uh, James, if you would, so what is the role that you guys are going to play with NOLA Coalition? Obviously there are a number of not-for-profit organizations that have access uh, to folks that might otherwise qualify. Is, is that what the thought is, is to kind of have y'all as the umbrella organization to deal with these, uh, these programs? 
Well, we're, we're always open for collaboration and, and putting our heads together with other organizations to, to see what the needs are without, you know, within the community and, and, you know, how can we best serve our New Orleans residents and our residents across the state and other areas as well. So we, we work uh, very closely with, um, I'm, I'm thinking right now off the top of my head, we have 30 partner organizations that we are working with through the Navigator program alone. Um, we are under an umbrella with Southwest Louisiana Area Health Education Center, and we have 15 to 20 other programs that, that we are able to partner with other uh, uh, organizations out there to really dig in and find the root cause of some of these health disparities across the state. And that's our ultimate goal, to create a culture of health across the state and a, a culture of partnership within all of these nonprofit and, and for-profit organizations that have that direct access to Louisiana consumers. So if someone wants assistance, uh, what should they do? Uh, you can reach out to us by calling one 800 435 2432, or you can visit www.getcoveredla.org and fill out our online form, and we'd be happy to, to, to assist you. Um, we are actually in all 64 health units across the state as well. Um, you can contact your local parish health unit. Um, they can connect you to one of our navigators, and we'd be happy to assist at any time. And if you would, uh how did the health units work? You know, a lot of folks are not really familiar with that, right? Sure, sure. So um, the health units are, are organizations that are that are uh, through Louisiana Department of Health. Um, they are uh, in each parish uh, should have a health unit for Louisiana residents to visit. Um, there, each health unit offers a varied uh, degree of services um, based on their community needs. Um, they, uh, as far as like uh, sexual health, reproductive health, um, WIC, uh, some of the WIC uh, offices are located in the health units. Um, but th it's, it's, a, it's a local hub that uh, across the state that anyone could go to to find these, these resources and assistance that they may need um, without having uh, access to health insurance at the time of the visit. Final thoughts? Uh, I would just say, hey, if, you, if any, of, any of our fellow uh, coalition members or even any uh, other organizations are listening right now, we'd be happy to connect with you and provide some more information um, and educational presentations to, uh, to partner with you moving forward to, like I said, prop up our, our efforts to um, better health equity across the state of Louisiana. Uh, James, thank you so much for what you guys do. Uh, it, it's a critical service uh, to a lot of folks trying to figure out uh, these programs, and, and uh, I, I know that they're better served for it for sure. James Dakota, Deputy Director of Navigators for a Healthy Louisiana. Have a wonderful Christmas season. Thank you, too, Newell. Alrighty, folks, we'll be right back. 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back, folks. Kind of going through a bunch of news the other day, and I, I caught an article that um, was published yesterday, uh, WGNO Rachel Hernandez, about this culture of noncompliance. We've talked about these four-wheelers and dirt bikes all over the city, popping wheelies. In fact, about three, four weeks ago, I was on Canal Street. I was running some errands, and uh, there's a guy on a dirt bike going down the neutral ground, uh, on the um, on the tracks um, on Canal Street, and literally popped the wheelie for like four blocks. And I'm making my way down Canal Street, going through the lights, and and all of a sudden he he while on one wheel pulls pulls over to the right and crosses three lanes of traffic and makes a right hand turn, still popping the wheelie. And people are slamming on their brakes. They're looking around, shaking their heads and everything else. And folks are asking why. Well, this is part of this culture of noncompliance because there's been little or no enforcement for years relative to these four-wheelers, and especially since we have a no-chase policy in the city of New Orleans. Um, they, they just take off and start running, and it's hard to catch them. Well, thankfully, the New Orleans Police Department the other day caught six on a North Claiborne Avenue corridor. And not surprisingly, uh, none of the uh, bikes that they were operating were registered vehicles to be on public roads. So there's problem one. They're not even supposed to be on a public road. They're not designed to be on a public road. And I, I would venture to say they probably none of them had helmets on. But three of them did have something kind of interesting that they had on their person. What do you think it was? No, it wasn't a Kris Kringle. It was a gun. They were illegal carrying firearms as well. This is what happens when you really involve yourself and get intrusive relative to the culture of noncompliance. What you're going to find and what appears and what is apparent is one thing. What is 
not revealed and less apparent is something else. And in this case, it was guns. Because we know that they're out there uh, really pushing the edges of the envelope. They know that in many cases they're really trying to cause and stimulate a conflict to occur while on the highway because they're violating all the rules. They don't, you know, a red light, that's just a mere suggestion. They don't care about that. They just blow right through red lights, and then when somebody pelays them, you know, uh, they, they want to try and sue everyone, and we wonder why we have the insurance uh, debacle that we find ourselves in. It's because of idiots like this. So it was really rewarding to, you know, and it felt good to read about the fact that they took down six of these individuals, and no big surprise, one of them was a juvenile, and they were all charged with illegally operating unregistered vehicles on public roads. Three were charged with illegal carrying firearms, and the best part of this whole thing, in addition to all of that, is that the NOPD confiscated all of that, the five four-wheelers, the one dirt bike, and the three handguns, and I'm sure they're going to be running these vehicles out to see whether or not they're stolen or not. And hopefully, you know, if they are, they'll be charged with that too. Now that gets to the other problem, right? Non-enforcement leads to non-compliance. Somebody just said, is it non-compliance or non-enforcement? It's both. One leads to the other. They're not mutually exclusive. If you don't enforce, what happens, more and more people, you know the old adage, you give an inch, you take a foot, take a foot, give a foot, they take a yard. Well, that's what goes on here. That's why you got to be on top of this day in and day out, or, or otherwise you end up with a problem like we have here in the city of New Orleans that becomes untenable. You can't really police it any longer. It's gone on all over the place. I mean, how many times have you been downtown and not seen a four-wheeler or a dirt bike? I could pretty much say never. Pretty much every, every time this year that I've been downtown, I've seen them. And it's getting to the point of being ridiculous. But the next problem is, kudos, NOPD makes the arrest, impounds the the uh, four-wheelers and the dirt bike, confiscate the handguns. Now we're in stage two, right? We all know what stage that is. What's the bond going to be for these knuckleheads? Curious as to what kind of record they may or may not have. And then three, whether or not there's going to be a proactive, aggressive prosecution of these individuals. The individuals, the three that had the guns, that should be a no-brainer, right? Should be a no-brainer. The others, maybe, I don't know. But something needs to happen, more than a slap on a wrist. And they need to realize that we're not putting up with this crap anymore. Just get a text, these thugs are running rampant in Algiers every day, every night, up and down, blocking cars, doing wheelings. They, they think they own the road. And then the moment in time that you might get aggressive, the first thing that these cowards are going to do is pull a gun. I mean, that, that's, that's how this story reveals itself over and over and over again. So hopefully we will be reading in the very near future that there are more arrests that are being made of these individuals, that they get more strategic 
meaning the police department, and how they want to take down these individuals because what is readily apparent is not always the case. There's something else going on. And in this case, it was firearms. Next week, it'll probably be drugs. Uh, the week after that, who knows what, right? Maybe it'll be the knucklehead that it got out of the OJJ state facility, and maybe he's on one of these bikes. You never know what little nuggets you're going to end up with when you start taking these folks down for these activities, as I said before. The activity in and of itself in in the hierarchy of crimes in the city, may not be that great, right? But you never know what lies underneath. And I hope they do something, because there's no doubt the members of the NOPD, they risk their lives, they put themselves at risk. Uh, these folks don't care. Um, you know, they'll put everybody at risk. It doesn't matter. And we should be able to take all of that into consideration when we're dealing with these knuckleheads. For sure. But this is just another byproduct of this culture of non-compliance. And it, it reveals itself in many, many ways. We've seen it in the French Quarter. We've seen it in our communities. We see it all the time. Right? park wherever we want, do whatever we want, when we want, how we want, block streets, don't get permits, uh, set up a parade. You know, and the moment you say anything, you're, you're, you're called all kinds of, of names uh, because you just want to know, well, how does this work? And, you know, if you're going to be inconvenienced, can somebody let us know so I can maybe make alternate plans because I may be going to the hospital for surgery that morning or whatever. It's absolutely amazing that no one takes into consideration any of this. And this culture of noncompliance has permeated city government, too. I mean, you heard uh, the OIG on the show with Tommy Tucker this morning talking about something that you probably had to deal with uh, since you started working, maybe when you were 16? Yeah, yeah, you know, that really complex, complicated thing um, that is kind of a new evolution. Yeah, you remember, you know what I'm talking about, right? The timesheet when you go to work? Yeah, yeah, it's been around a while, I think, right? But you read the report and you begin to wonder, what, what the hell, what's going on? We don't. We have policies on the books that are fundamentally unenforceable. They're 30 years out of date, and they still exist in the policy manuals of New Orleans city government. And we think it's a good idea to travel all over the country about climate. And we think that's really the most pressing issue, as opposed to paying people. Uh, I think what would they say? It's over four hundred and fifty million dollars in payroll-related expenses, and that's not a priority. That the people that we're paying are actually showing up for work? No, not not at all. 
it's more of a priority that we calculate every individual individual's carbon footprint. I'm not sure what that actually means in the most part or, and how we're going to end up enforcing any of this. But still today, a challenge in, in city government in the city is actually accounting for people that they actually show up for work. It's interesting. There's no audit trail. There's no anything. Most people now, fingerprint, ocular, whatever, you show up, you check in, you check out. There's an audit trail set up. Uh, we had that at the sheriff's office. Any forward, I mean, we weren't the first to market on that, not by any stretch of the imagination. But every forward-leaning organization, for the most part in the world today, is able to account for their people when they're at work, what they're paying them, and otherwise. Not us, because it's not a priority. We don't care that the head of juvenile services hadn't checked into the building for a lengthy period of time. Not a big deal. This organization will run itself. We're entitled to that position. This is like mailbox money. It's like having rental income. And now that we automatically and electronically deposit a check in your checking account, I don't even have to be burdened with going to the office to pick up my payroll check. Because that would be a burden, an inconvenience to actually show up at work and get an envelope. These are the kind of crazy things that we see going on, and we kind of just bypass them, overlook. You can't overlook any of this. Not ever. This is where you've got to have this accountability thread that runs through everything that we do, and we have to take it seriously. You know, it's interesting. The mayor doesn't even hardly ever respond to these things anymore. It's almost as if we want to get through that initial news cycle, and why would we want to bring that up again and address it, right? Now, she's addressing the breaking story yesterday that the federal authorities are asking questions of all kinds of things, and um, she says, I don't do favors, and I'm not, that may or may not be, what they're looking at, it seems as though they're asking a lot of questions of what favors were done for her. The question is, do you receive favors? All of this in order to run a file, run a file of law does not require quid pro quo, right? I mean, so let us look beyond all of that and let us not be misled. And I'm not going to say a whole lot about it because I really don't know what they have or they don't have or, or whatever. But it's interesting that, you know, that becomes the priority in, in addressing that, that situation. But when you're talking about all of the machinations of the running of city government and governments, we don't want to talk, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about um, the, the, the uh, foundation, uh, you know, the fact that we're giving money, public money away. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about any of these things. And I think we're on, what, number six, seven, eight, or nine 
as it relates to leaders of departments or otherwise that have been replaced and um, have you know embarrassed the city uh, publicly, embarrassed themselves with their conduct. It's all about accountability, but we don't want to talk about it. That all brings us back to this culture of noncompliance and one that we should be very concerned with and accountability because it's permeating everything, and it continues to permeate. And it's why I believe, and I said this yesterday, and I believe it, and I hope, and, and I'm waiting to hear what the outcome is going to be of these groups that were put together by governor-elect, um, by the governor-elect, and we'll move forward from there, Jeff Landry, and see what what, he, what we'll do with the state police. I say give them territory, give them geography, have them be responsible for all crime that goes on in that particular area. That way they've made a significant commitment. Uh, and then you can move those officers that are working in that area somewhere else. And it would be interesting to see how that would turn out because we've yet to do it. We've yet to really make that commitment. Just do it. It would be interesting because it, I think it would take a very mature organization to recognize that strategically and operationally might be the best approach. Or are we really concerned about whether or not we're not going to get the PR or we're not going to get to establish the relationships or uh, what we're doing with business owners in the French Quarter or otherwise? At this point in time, I don't think any of that really matters, does it? It shouldn't. We should put our best foot forward to make sure that we're providing the most effective and efficient law enforcement right there. That's the mother load. That's the jewel. That's what draws people to this city. And it doesn't mean we can't do it, and you're not really sending that message. It means you don't have the manpower to do what's necessary. So just get beyond it. Call it a day. And turn it over and see if we can work out a situation where they locate a troop there, they put enough people there to cover the geography there, and make a difference there. We can always modify and change and go back. It's not going to be an issue. We'll be right back, 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. would love to hear from you. Stay with us. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
all with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Got a number of uh, tax sheriff uh I did a staycation this weekend in a high-end downtown hotel. The whole night, all we heard is the extremely loud sounds of four-wheelers and dirt bikes, um, raging engines, racing, putting on shows. We got absolutely no sleep. It ruined the whole experience, and I feel like we threw away hundreds of dollars. That'll be the last time we do that. I'm done with the city until they start enforcing the law. And I hear this a lot from folks that are spending time downtown. It's frustrating. Uh, and they're just ripping up the streets, burning the rubber, and keeping people up all night long. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Got another text says the New Orleans Police Department actually cracked down on these four wheelers two or three nights ago, made a couple of arrests, and seized nine uh, vehicles. Um, uh, dirt bikes, four-wheelers, which is a good thing. However, within an hour, all of these bikes were returned to these people for, I think, $150, and uh, they were right back on the street again. That is ridiculous. It is, and uh, but we shall see. We'll be right back, folks. want to hear from you. 504-260-1870. Stay with us. This is Newell on, on WWL. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 